0: Well, my name is Jerry Hancock, and I'm from an organization called Men in Balance. Our website is meninbalance.org, and we're all about spiritual development for men. We have a series of topics that we think are important to men in their spiritual development. The topic we're going to be talking about today is marriage and how that connects to our spiritual growth, how a good marriage can make us better men, how we can be better marriage partners and how we can develop some methodology for dealing with the conflicts that come up in marriage and perhaps keep our marriage more on track. This is important because I've had a number of men in these sessions talk about the things they learned in here, at least in one person said that uh, it actually saved their marriage. Now I can't vouch for that. But what I can say is that sometimes we can learn behaviors that perhaps can make us better partners and help us uh, as we work through the problems that inevitably come up in marriage. So one of the first questions I always like to ask is, um, what makes for a good marriage? And you can already guess that that varies as much from one individual as another, uh, that really that's so dependent on what the two partners in the marriage agree to as being a good marriage. Uh, So really what we uh, can come to terms with in terms of what we both expect and how we both get our needs met and whether we are willing to negotiate on those needs. All of that has an awful lot to do with uh, what makes for a good marriage. And, you know, there's something else that comes up here a lot, and that is the whole topic of friendship, the the topic of companionship, of just being good uh, companions with each other, enjoying each other's company. Doesn't mean we have to do everything together. Doesn't mean we have to always have the same interest or needs as the other person. It just means that we have learned over time how to develop a respect for and a uh, concern for the other person and their needs so that we can negotiate what both of us need. And I think that's basically it in a nutshell. And the divorces that happen are typically from folks who have either failed to do that or from folks who have grown so far apart uh, because of other issues that the marriage is uh, simply not viable anymore. But if you're considering taking some action about your marriage, such as a separation or divorce, I want you to listen carefully to what is uh, being said for the next little while. I've talked to a lot of guys who just... uh, ...are ready to give up on their marriage... ...and and they go from, in fact, one marriage to another... ...or one relationship to another... ...and find that they have the same problem again. So what's up with that? What does that mean? Does that mean we are picking women who all are screwed up... ...and have the same problem? Or does it mean perhaps we have some problems... ...that are coming out in our relationships with women... And they would come out no matter what woman we were with. Uh, But the important thing to learn from that is how can we fix the things that are wrong with us so that we can offer ourselves as a good and viable partner. Because this is a spiritual program, not religious, but spiritual, I always ask people, what is your understanding of God's plan for marriage, whether you believe in traditional God or not? Um... What do you think God expected when he uh, ordained marriage, or at least Jesus ordained marriage? And perhaps um, we can find similar scriptures in other religions. But the question about um, what is expected in marriage from a religious standpoint is probably not the best place to start. It is something that that is terribly important for people who have strong religious convictions, and if your spouse or you are one of those people and the other partner does not have that, then that relationship is going to suffer considerably. Uh, Personally, I need a strong spiritual life. I need a strong spiritual partner to share that life with me. My wife and I have uh, devotions almost every night, except when there's some uh, event that keeps us from doing that. And not only do we have devotions, we have prayer following that, and most of the time we spend some time talking further about the content of the scriptures we've read or the uh, narrative we've read, whatever it happens to be, and how we came to hold the views that we do. And that's terribly valuable to me in terms of getting to know my spouse and feeling like we are on the same page, but also giving me some spiritual encouragement to make me be- Uh, understand that marriage is about this deep, deep, deep commitment and uh, connection between two people. Well, so everybody says that communication is terribly important in marriage, but uh, what does that mean to you? I mean, does communication mean that you have to have your wife's attention every time you are around her for uh, every minute you're together? Or does it mean that you've come to terms on what each other expects in communication, and that as long as you both uh, advise each other as to where you are and what you're doing, that that's adequate communication. Well, that's a, that's a serious issue because, again, uh, different people have different needs in that regard. Women, particularly, uh, are frequently credited with needing more emotional closeness than men, although that's not always the case. Uh, But the fact is that if one partner differs greatly from the other partner in terms of what they need in terms of emotional communication or verbal communication, even sexual communication, uh, that can create some problems if there's a real discrepancy there. So it's not so much that we need to decide whether we can meet the other person's needs, but that we talk about that and learn what the other person needs and how we might... Uh, negotiate those needs, and perhaps, uh, in some cases, uh, lower our expectations, if that's what's required, so that we can have a workable marriage. I know over the period of uh, the 20 plus years that my wife and I have been married, I've had to change my expectations numerous times, and as we age, I will continue have to, to have to change my expectations, our health matters are different, uh, our, our um, physical capacity is different, our interests are different than they were years ago, and so we have to take all that into account as we factor in how we might relate to each other. Um, there's a question about whether men and women see communication differently, and, and I believe that's right, I believe they do, I don't think there's any question about that. I think men tend to need um, much more practical communication. What time are we going to the party? Uh, Who's coming? What's going to be there? What time is dinner? Uh, What are you doing tomorrow afternoon? Those kinds of things. I think women need more, often need more um, emotional communication, such as how do you feel about me? What is your thinking about. the raising of children, etc., etc. not that men don't need that. It's just that they often don't initiate those discussions. So, consequently, one of the first things that uh, strikes fear in the heart of men is this conversation we need to talk about our relationship because women do have needs for that kind of communication. And that includes, by the way, feedback from them, from you, to them, about how you see them, and um, how you feel about the marriage and the relationship and all of that. Uh, Many women, for example, uh, ask for feedback, and then when you give it, they may seem to be upset, but that's again because men are more practical and uh, straightforward as a general rule, and women tend to be a little more more subtle, nuanced, and a little more, uh, perhaps, empathic. So, We do see communication differently. We have to think about how each other's communication needs are different and how we might uh, meet each other's needs without always being in each other's way in terms of communication. So, what have you learned in your own marriage about resolving differences? How do you get past an argument, for example? And again, most men would say... uh, That it's difficult to do that. and Maybe the best way to get through it is to have sex, for example. Or women may say, don't come near me with thoughts of sex until I feel better about where we are as a couple. Uh, Again, those are kinds of issues that we have to negotiate based on personality and based on differences that we both um, have seen in our role models and our family of origin and all of those things. But the important thing is that I believe that you get past issues as soon as possible. There was a time when I would hang on to a grudge for days on end and nurse that until um, you know, it eventually went away, but that wasn't helpful to me or my partner. Uh, what really needed to happen was for us to both have some empathy and forgiving and just put it behind us and move forward. The fact is we're not ever going to get all of our issues resolved and put away nice and neatly. Um, but we have to move forward and continue the relationship um, anyway. And here's the irony of that. Most of the time when we have a fight, within the next day, uh, even though we still may be mad, we may have trouble even thinking about what was the subject of that fight. It just was so absurd. There are numerous reasons that we get into these tangles with our spouses, and we could go into a lot of those. But suffice it to say that our relationships are... Um, formed largely by our views from our family of origin and how we saw male role models or female role models, how we saw conflict uh, dealt with and, or not dealt with, uh, how we saw affection expressed and all of those things. And when we bring those two sets of understandings into one marriage, it's inevitably going to cause some conflict and require us to uh, look at our own behavior. What I find interesting about all that is usually we think that the family we were brought up in was right, and whatever they did was the right way to do it. Well, your spouse was brought up in a different family with the same idea, that they believe that the way they did it was better. And, in fact, I can say in my own family, there probably were some pretty bad examples, for example, of handling conflict. And my spouse um, has been patient with me to work through doing things differently and perhaps learning a new way. Of handling conflict. Well, let's talk a minute about divorce because it is a real issue. Um, half of us uh, have been divorced or will be divorced. That's what the statistics says, and that number is going up rather than down. That's troubling. So. If you think about, uh, if you're thinking about divorce, I would suggest you think long and hard about it because it does bring a lot of issues and it brings a lot of after- aftermath, particularly for children. And we think, for example, that kids are not so affected by a divorce when they're in high school or college, but the uh, research on that shows quite the opposite. And in fact, uh, I've talked to men whose college career just fell apart when they found out their Uh, partners, were, their mother and father were getting divorced. So it is not just a matter of age, it's a matter of a whole lot of other things that go into uh, whether a divorce should be final. But the main thing I would say about that is that if you haven't had counseling, you shouldn't even be thinking about divorce. So give yourself some time and some uh, freedom to have counseling together. Be honest with each other. Counseling with the counselor by yourself and as a couple and try to learn what your own issues are and what your own role is in that marriage because believe me whatever you may blame on your spouse there is plenty of room for that to be returned in your direction as well um, a couple of closing questions to be thinking about what would you give what advice would you give your son or daughter about marriage what would you tell them Uh, how has the changing role of women in our society affected our view of women and marriage and the expectations of marriage and why do men so frequently have difficulty surfacing issues to talk to their wives Um, it seems to be much easier for women not only to talk about them but to talk about the emotions surrounding them and to bring the issues up in the first place so as men we have a lot of to uh, think about in this regard. There's some other documents on the website which you might want to look at regarding marriage and uh, marriage communication. But I would say this to you in closing, uh, take this issue seriously and commit to working seriously on it with your spouse. I'm Jerry Hancock for Men in Balance and meninbalance.org. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a good day and I hope your marriage goes well.